and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to provide. My name is Caleb LaChapelle, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Ross Parker and Alec McBride. How's it going, boys? What have we been up to? Well, it was another good week this week. We're going to go down the list of things that I watched. Phantom Menace is a starter. Teasing that for later. Teasing that uh, for, uh, you know, maybe next episode or a couple episodes down yeah, the line when we start going. going through all the Star Wars trilogies. Yeah. Wink, so, wink, Hills, nudge, nudge. <laughs> uh, Hills Have Eyes, Forensic Files, Trick or Treat, uh, Halloween Kills. You can see it's October yeah. from my, like, my movie <laughs> list. Um, Alec, I need to know what your thoughts on that were. On Halloween Kills? Yeah. I'll let you know in a second. No Time to Die. I didn't rewatch it, but it's going to be a conversational topic for the day. Sadly, this is how I watched Squid Games. The last three episodes... And then I had to do a whole bunch of YouTube videos. My roommate was watching it. I was eating. I re- it was like the TV's out there. I didn't want to come back to my room to like not like watch it. Yeah. So I watched the last three episodes with her. And uh, wow, that's just like it's it's pretty it's really good when you watch the last three episodes. I can't imagine how much better it would have been if I just started from the beginning. Yep. Uh, and then My Hero Academia is again. I'm chipping away at that thing. That thing is a lot. Um, but man, uh, Hills Have Eyes, what a classic that was. Trick or Treat, it's different. It's an anthology. So four different stories are going on at once and they're supposed to be intertwined and they kind of work together, giving us a character called Sam, who is also supposed to represent the spirit of Halloween. However, I haven't seen much other stuff after this first Trick or Treat. Not that I know of. I should look into it. But this character, he's supposed to be like the spirit of Halloween. And if you like don't follow the rules of Halloween, he like kills you. And then there's like, uh, so just like a weird version of uh, like the ghost of Christmas past. He's just like Krampus. Like he's yeah. the horror version of Krampus. Um, but like it's, and then there's like at one point there's also a weird like um, werewolf, uh, girl's a werewolf kind of deal. Like the quote unquote typical like virgin horror movie character is like flipped. And then like, she's like, well, it's my first time. I want it to be special. And they're not talking about sex. They're talking about like killing somebody and eating them <laughs> as werewolves for the first time. And I was like, wow. Not the I like direction that. I thought I was going to go. Um, Forensic Files, just a classic, great show. I could fall asleep to watching Forensic Files. There's a lot of things I fall asleep that I should not do while watching Forensic Files and the Serial Killer podcast. Yeah. I sleep, I sleep well at night, but it's, I love that. it's crazy. It's crazy. I love all that shit. Um, Halloween Kills. It is a, since this is like, they're making a complete trilogy with all the Halloween. Obviously, the first one came out. We really loved it. What's up? So I was gonna say they scrapped the original sequels, and now like the most recent Halloween is basically picking up as the renewed sequel, and then this is the trilogy. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. If you like want to keep track of the timeline, take up everything that happened and erase it, except for the original Halloween that came out in like 1970 or 1980, whatever, and it's based in 78. Right. And then it's everything 2020, 2019 on is like now the sequel. So last one we had Halloween. Now we have Halloween Kills. They scrapped um, all the previous sequels, but technically it, they're saying, they're pretending like they didn't happen. Yeah, they're, they are. They retcon them. They, yeah, they just retcon them. Um, and the, it's, it's good in the sense that you kind of get that, um, you get the suffice mercs of like everything that you wanted. I like watched Michael Myers go seven one on a bunch of firefighters. Like seven to one, like it's, and he just goes off like there's and um the, the weird thing is they all attack one one at a time which i just don't get i was like what are you doing guys come on uh yeah. team up 
Um, but you get all that killing, but it's definitely like a middle, middle movie, not good sequel. It's not Empire, it's not your Godfather 2, it's not your Terminator 2, where they kind of like boost up on it. And to be fair, it's technically not like the second movie in a trilogy, it's like the third movie in a quadrilogy. Yeah. Um, quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. That's the name of the title. Quadrilogy is the name of the title <laughs> for this podcast today. But it's like, but it's like the third one. Yeah, yeah. Because you have, technically have to give back the '80s one as the original, so it's like zero, one, two, and three. So, but it it still gives you the suffice. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna put like critically acclaimed horror movies up there and be like, yeah, like this is it. Like, people have kind of convinced me with A24 movies that they're like better than all the other horror movies, and I'm like, no, they're not. They're just like every other horror movie. Somebody has to die. In a weird way, nobody does a smart thing, you know. I haven't, I haven't watched any of the A twenty four horror movies, but I love A twenty four in general. Well, it's like they have like Midsummer, and they have really good ones like Midsummer, Hereditary. They've been hitting it out of the park with all of them, but even it's like I'm like they're still just like super weird horror movies. Like there's no like yeah. there's no difference like between that and the slasher. Maybe there might be some psychological things. And then lastly, My Hero Academia because holy hell, that is a lot of episodes to get through. Other than that, that's all I've been watching. Hey, at least it's not One Piece. Is that like, isn't that like 13, 16 it's, seasons? Uh, I think it's more than that. It's currently at like 1,400 episodes. What? Yeah. What's the storyline there? Is it the same? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just the Straw Hats, man. They're just out there being pirates. Damn, that's so long. Like Avatar was great. It was like three seasons. Three, four, four seasons, three, four seasons. Storyline. Three. Complete. Yeah. Three seasons. It started to finish. You knew what you were getting. I, I mean, the One Piece is just following the manga, and the manga is never going to end because people keep buying it. That's I mean, fair. it's dope. I've watched like the first two seasons of One Piece. I, I, I will never finish the entire thing, I don't think, but hats off to anybody who does. Uh, yeah, Ross, what have you been up to? Yeah, so this past weekend, Thursday through Sunday, I was actually in Arizona for a wedding. Uh, so not a ton of content, but I did take in some new content. Uh, also, when saw No Time to Die, we'll talk about that later in the show. I also went on Netflix and watched uh, Dave Chappelle's comedy special. Is it good? What What, what did you think? Eh. Yeah. Really? It, he uh. he just like complains the entire like. The rest of his specials with Netflix have also been complaining, but there's been punchlines. And this one, there's just like not that many punchlines. It, it was it, it wasn't the standard gold standard Chappelle usually sets with his comedy shows. And I completely get all the outrage about the transgender jokes that he threw out there. It, I get it. It was closer to a TED talk than it was a comedy special. He was just yeah. up there like on a soapbox the entire time. Yeah, I mean, I essentially, that's spot on. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, also, we started a rewatch of the original Star... Not the original, excuse me. The one, two, and three Star Wars. So, through Phantom Menace, I'm halfway through Attack of the Clones. Um, also, lots and lots and lots of sports as well. Um, postseason brace, baseball, breaking my heart. Sorry. Um, it's okay. I, honestly, I'm not crushed about it. I will not defer blame entirely on officiating, but officiating in the final game of that Giants Dodgers series, not great. I will not dump it all on them, but I needed to gripe. Uh, it's not. It's NFL. not an. It's not an even year. 
that that's just it. It's not even your wait till 22. Watch the fuck out. And you know, we took that matchup against the Dodgers was like borderline world series quality. And you know what, for the giants to go in with the team that they had, how no one thought they were going to be shit this year. And then we took the highest payroll in baseball to like the final pitch to the game. Like I'm proud of the team this year and next year, Oh, Dodgers will probably lose some free agents game. The fuck on. Um, also college football, exciting college football weekend, more NFL. Uh, also exciting tonight. NBA is back and bachelorette new season starts tonight. I am oh ready God. for tonight. Fuck. Is uh, Harry Cavallari on this season? No, they haven't renewed. That's unfortunate. She, she's my like favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're funny. What man? It's one of those jokes that just keeps on giving. <laughs> um, yeah, mine was mainly sports this week. Also, uh, my Red Sox did advance, and I'm gonna go against what Ross said. Not saying that Dodgers Giants wasn't like great games, and they were fun to watch pitching wise. I don't think anybody that comes out of the NL has a chance against anybody that comes out of the AL. You're, the lineups just oh. the lineups just don't match up at all. None of the none of the pitching in the NL is going to be able to handle either the Red Sox or the Astros lineup. I don't think anyway. Um, I like I do not want them to advance, but if that Dodgers pitching rotation makes the World Series, that is a problem. Scherzer's a a problem. Scherzer, Bueller are both problems. Um, Urias has been really solid. And then uh, who else? I mean, not David Price coming out of the bullpen, but they also, why can't I remember? Oh, they'll have Kershaw as well. Yeah, they'll have Kershaw's lifeless corpse that they keep throwing out on the mound. Um, Anyway, I'm not saying I don't think it's going to be a good series, but like... I, 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 I don't know. I just don't see either of the NL teams matching up. I'm more scared of the Braves than I am of the Dodgers just because the Braves like shouldn't be where they're at right now with the people that they have hurt and they have, you know, uh, like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like they should be where they're at and they just keep making magic and keep walking it off. So I don't know. My Red Sox are doing quite well. They just put up another double-digit run performance against the Astros. They have three grand slams in the ALCS. Mm-hmm. I am very much having fun with this postseason run where the Red Sox were not projected to even make the playoffs at the beginning of the season. Also, if we're just going to talk about baseball, <laughs> the Yankees just extended Aaron Boone for three more years. What? That's not my problem. Whatever. <laughs> ah, it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. All the Yankees fans are so pissed. I, I legitimately don't know if, like, Boone's the problem. I think it's more that they just keep signing a bunch of guys that are supposed to be really good and aren't. But anyway, I also watched No Time to Die. I got through the Star Wars prequels. I debated. So basically what we're doing is over a little look forward, we're going to be, like, going through each of the Star Wars trilogies and, like, seeing how they stack up a couple years removed from the release of the sequel trilogies. Um, I thought about stopping off to watch Rogue One and Solo in between, which I might still do because I didn't finish uh, A New Hope when I was watching it. So we'll see. Not that those movies are bad. Those movies are fantastic. But also I saw 
the hammerhead pushing the star destroyer into the shield generator above scarif scene pop up on twitter and i'm like oh, i want to watch that movie again it rogue one like it always hits well rogue one's a fantastic movie i'm i'm getting more excited for the casting and or show if you haven't watched it don't get attached to the characters yeah <laughs> yeah that was, a, that was the first thing somebody told me before i watched it i was like what do you think of rogue one he's like it's great just don't get attached to the characters and i was like what why and then i did and then next thing you know yeah yeah um all right let's hop into the news we're starting off in the world of dc dc fandom was this week they're like equivalents to like star wars fan fest and stuff like that uh everything ton, that's way cool a ton of new information coming out uh, about kind of this new direction that DC wants to take their movies after they continue to fail with the last set of movies leading up to Justice League. Yep. Um, let's <laughs> yep. start off with Black Adam. The Rock into a comic book hero uh, and suit. I wouldn't say a hero. Well, I yeah, a comic, a comic book suit. Um, I don't know if it's like the way they edited it or if it's real, but The Rock was already a massive human being. Oh, he, gosh. He looks so big. It's like, big even big. compared to how he usually looks, I swear to God he put on 50 pounds for this role somehow. I think it's also a matter of we, like, I think it's, you're right, The Rock's a massive human, and Hollywood always does a great job of making people look bigger on screen, but now, like... Yeah, Zac Efron's like 5'4". I was going to say they make like smaller than average or like other actors who like look normal, like five, 10, six foot or whatever, like Zach Efron or Tom Cruise making Tom them Cruise. look taller. I think it's one of those things where they have like actors kind of like in that, not the biggest people in the world, but then you put them next to the rock who is a massive human. Yeah. And you can see how much he dwarfs people. It, it, it was absurd. I mean, the movie in general, like I'm excited for it. I like, pretty much everything the rock does i'm not thinking it's going to be fantastic cinema i don't think anyone's thinking it's going to be you know cinema but it's gonna be funny it's gonna be fun it's gonna be funny um and you know it's the rock they're gonna make a bunch of money well i will actually go against i don't think it will be that funny because the black adam is very much a serious kind of i don't even know the right way straight he's not even an anti-hero he's kind of just like a straight-up villain this is like a joker movie Ooh, also i kind of hope they don't make it funny like damn scene movies are funny like dc has to do something different they have to be dark but i also yep. don't think we're gonna like we're not gonna see the rock murdering people that's bad for his brand I'm we sure. literally just He's, like in the intro trailer we watched him disintegrate a guy yeah but we're <laughs> disintegration is also different than like the rock brutally murdering people like we're not going to get a joker-esque performance out of this he might be like disintegrating people but he's a his production company is making this movie he's not going to do anything that's bad for his brand that's fair i know you're saying no like brutal yeah we saw we saw him crush somebody's head in pain and game yeah that's true i forgot about that (laughs) there's like an entire scene where they complain about who killed him he's like He's like, you told me to do it. You killed him. And he's like, no, yeah. no, no, you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, we also got some behind-the-scenes looks at Aquaman and the Peacemaker TV show. The Aquaman movie looks sick. Black Manta 
is shown for the first time, and that suit looks oh. really cool. It's comic book accurate too. Comic book accurate. Excuse me, I mumbled right there. I'm always. I good. like black. I, not black Adam. I like Black Manta a lot. I, I think I sent it to you guys. They released stills from the Aquaman scene. We didn't get a trailer. Yeah. Um, black Manta, great. One of the highest highs. One of the lowest lows. Amber Heard. Amber Heard still, still in the movie. Not great. A lot, of, a lot of, a lot of drama around that one. Justice for Johnny Depp, man. Let him be Grindelwald again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I still don't know what to make of the Peacemaker TV show. Like he was yeah, kind I of a bit, char- he was kind of a bit character in the Suicide Squad, and now he has his own TV show. I, HBO Max of, television show with some comedy. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I don't really like. I haven't seen the snippet for the trailer yet. And like, it, I don't know what to make of it. It's fine. Like it's got, it's probably going to be funny. Like it's John Cena. He's been good in comedic roles. <laughs> like what are they going to um, do for, how are they going to fill 10 hours of TV or eight hours of TV? However many episodes this is. I don't know, but he's so good at comedic roles. Like I just, he is. Him. like he is. him. There's like a few people I love that are like, like that are not actors that I love in comedic roles. Him, Nicki Minaj, LeBron James, except for Space Jam. Um, and then there's like a couple others, but there's some people that are just like not. I think we can classify Cena as an actor at this point. Yeah, technically he was like a wrestler yeah. for like a yeah, long time. But... like he he was in the WWE, which I, I mean, mean, technically in the WWE he's always been an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's different, but it's the same. It's a different, uh, it's a different type of acting. Yeah, yeah. But now, now I mean, he's been doing movies and stuff for a good bit of time doing him for a while he's yeah probably 10 years now but yeah like, he's probably pushing a decade yeah some of those early movies were not that great Ooh. and i non tell non-actor related john cena is also just a great john cena is awesome life. he's yeah. a cool guy yeah yeah mm-hmm. um we got some video game news with it also we got a trailer did, for the suicide did squad we mention game. the flash oh yeah uh the flash uh we got a batman teaser yeah, uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Ezra Miller, not Ezra Miller, the Batman we got. Um, Robert Pattinson. Cameron. No, 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 no. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Cam- ben Affleck. <laughs> no, fucking the original. Um, the Spider Man villain. I can't remember his name. Michael Keaton's Batman. We got a teaser <sighs> of that. Fuck. What the, you said every Batman but the one I was thinking You are not of. giving me good descriptions. I'm sorry. You were trash. You'd be a shitty teammate on Sabu. I was throwing out Batman all day long, all right? You gave me uh, everything but funny. the one I needed. That was good. Um I'm either either way, I'm excited for the flash. I love Ezra Miller. Like I legitimately think he's one of the better actors working right now. Uh and I hope they keep him around in this DC new maybe universe maybe say, they may reboot the dcu with this but i mean flash is one person you can keep he can very easily transfer himself between universes i feel like they're still gonna Literally, keep Gal Gadot start as over Wonder 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 yeah they have to keep gal Gadot. yeah mm-hmm. she's, one, like of their, she's also, been one of their winners which also uh, i think we forgot to throw on the notes uh we're getting on wonder woman three yes wonder woman three directed by patty jenkins uh hopefully it's better than the second one I saw a lot, of, lot of lot of room to first one's good. Second one, hmm. I would say the first one's like a like a very solid comic book movie. The second one is like whatever. 
The very the very overcolored. Great action in the movies. second one. Fantastic action. action. Um. All right. Video games. Uh. Suicide Squad game. We got a little bit of like a teaser ish trailer for that. It looks like fine. Hopefully, it's better than the Avengers game they made. And that's pretty much all we have to go on. Like this game's it not gonna be funny. out. It, it, it looks like they're putting a Suicide Squad spin on it, and making it unique, kind of like the Harley Quinn show. Yeah. Looks. I agree. Looks fun. Fine. I the don't big know what one about yet, but was the trailer for Gotham Knights, Rocksteady's new game. Rocksteady, if you don't know, made the Arkham Trilogy, uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, incredible va- Batman video games, sticking in yes. the world of Gotham, changing up the characters a bit, expanding on the characters a bit. I'm so excited for this game. I'm with you. I am very excited. And this new trailer was all about the uh, Court of Owls. Yep. Um, very excited about this to play as the Robins. Um uh, and it's what's interesting is that we got gameplay breakdown of like them fighting Mr. Freezer. I mean, it's very RPG, yeah, style, and also I'm, a different really... different combat style than the Arkham games. It's well, not. I mean, it makes se- yeah, Sorry. it's not like the square to punch, triangle to heavy punch, circle to dodge anymore. Well, it it makes sense because like you're gonna have the different Robins yep, or in, and as well, Batwoman, and, uh, basically with different fighting styles. So it makes sense to mix up different. I, I don't know what the right way to say is fighting styles. I guess. Yeah. So. I agree. I am excited. I'm incredibly excited for this game. I love I, all of Rocksteady's games. I'm very much looking forward to this one. And technically going back on the suicide squad game, I believe technically it is within the Arkham verse as well. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope they don't put the tanks in either of those games. The tanks were no. bad. I will hold that the tanks in Gotham Knight were bad. Or fine. Arkham Knight. Uh, anyway, where am I at? Oh, Batman stuff. So we'll talk about the animated series first, and then we'll get into the Batman. Uh, Bob Pattinson's Batman. J.J. Abrams, uh, when asked to describe his new show, Batman Cape Crusader, said... It is more Batman the animated series than Batman the animated series was. We have less limitations on adult content and violence. All right. Ooh. Yeah. I'm with it. I had no idea. I knew this was happening. I had no idea J.J. Abrams was attached to it. It makes I, me very happy he is. I completely was in the dark on all of this. And it only J.J. Abrams is attached to a Batman animated uh, show movie i don't know what show. what it is yeah yeah tv show show bring it last on. thing last thing i saw him doing comic book wise was making a uh, spider-man series yep comic with his like son yeah yeah uh all right the big one the batman let's go we had early screenings uh it was quote suggested the film will be a nearly three hour long detective noir the Riddler as a jigsaw figure. We got new posters. We got a new trailer. We heard Bob Pattinson as the Batman. It looks got, dark. It dark and holy fucking shit. I've seen this trailer like no less than like 10 times. I am like easily. This is one of my most. I think this may be the most. It's the movie I'm most excited about in 22 right now. Oh, okay. It's definitely up there for me. Definitely up there for me. I mean, we saw all kinds of little like tidbits. We got to see um, Zoe Kravitz's uh, Catwoman. Yep. We got to see her. We 
We got that was exactly a... my reaction, Alex. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We also got to see a is it Colin Farrell's? Yeah. Penguin. Yeah. Penguin. He looks really good. Riddler. We still know next to nothing about him. Nothing. And about, also, we got to which, see more. I don't want to hear anything about the Riddler. I don't want to yes. see him into. I don't want to see him again until until the movie comes out. Absolutely. All I've heard, the only thing I've heard about the Riddler is that they're not making him like a very like cartoony version. They're making him like good. a serial killer that like yeah. leaves riddles. And I was like, that's when I was like hold the fucking phone. I might watch this movie and be way more into it. Cause it's going to be like something like seven or Zodiac or something along those lines. I absolutely agree with you on this. Um, and then also we got to see more, we got to see the Batmobile. Yep. It looks dope. Actually looks, which actually looks like a fucking car that could blend in to society. Yep. Yeah. For once. And then <laughs> also more Robert Pattinson's Batman beating the shit out of bad guys. And then also like that scene in the hallway where he's walking down, these dudes just emptying a submachine gun into his armor, just bouncing off, and he's just walking them down. Yeah. I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" I I think come like a year from now, anyone that was really hesitant to say that Bob Pattinson was going to be a good Batman is going to be very in the wrong. Yeah, I absolutely agree. He looks excellent. Oh, and then also, um, Alfred. Yep, we yeah, got a little um, Alfred. Then uh, um, uh, there was some people online. Just you know, this is supposed to be set up as a trilogy, right? I, I don't. Thought. I don't think so. I, I think it was pitched. I thought. I think it was pitched as a one-off. Oh, I thought it was set, being set up as a trilogy. Regardless, someone said uh, that it's obviously with the Batman. There's inevitably going to be a Joker. Someone, yep. some fucking troll on Twitter, asked, "All right, who do you think should play as uh joker and you had all kinds of responses you had a uh, jake john hall from some people there was one motherfucker who went on there and said um, taylor lautner taylor lautner <laughs> i didn't even see this i didn't see this tweet and i was like it's either taylor lautner or daniel radcliffe and i'm gonna bank on taylor lautner uh it I, is a, it is supposed to be a trilogy i was incorrect there um one thing that i'm actually curious about because i remember hearing something about like how the penguin's not supposed to be the big bad but like he's kind of there i'm very curious about like i would love to see sort of a trilogy villain and i would love for them to go more in depth on the penguin and like the empire he builds yeah and like how like he can kind of be like the evil equivalent of bruce wayne like instead of spending his money on bad equipment like he spent his money bribing politicians paying off bad guys buying guns and shit like that and building a ma monopoly and i mean granted it's he can't be the big bad because we all know if there's a Batman, there's got to be a Joker. But I think it'd be cool to flesh out Penguin because he looks really good in this movie. And I, I think if in the right hands, I think he, I'd be really excited about seeing that. They've also done a really good Penguin recently with the Gotham TV show. Like the Penguin in the Gotham show is fantastic. Uh, I agree. I would like to see more of a deep dive on uh, the Penguin. Um. Do we want to hop over to the Marvel verse? Yeah, I'm in. All right, let's do it. Uh, we've got a Fantastic Four and a Nova movie set to begin production in 2023, which means, you know, likely we don't see them until late 2025, 2026. But still, we're finally getting the final, the Fantastic Four into it. Uh, ex- excited Life. for That's Nova. All we need to know. Well, tech, so Fantastic Four is confirmed. The biggest thing about this rumor we saw is that it the Nova movie is rumored. It's not yeah. confirmed, but people seem to think that's what it is. So, yeah. and I mean, I'm excited for it. 
The other thing too is like this is when their movies are coming out that does not dictate when these characters will appear. That's also true. That's one thing I've learned with Marvel is like right. a movie could be stationed to come out, never dictates that as its first appearance. Technically, correct you out, production begins in 23. So not even when it comes out. So like we may not even see that yeah. t- those movies until 24 or 25. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Um, Premise still stands. We can easily get those characters earlier on before in some other show. Definitely. Yeah. You're totally I can right. definitely see them popping up. Absolutely. Like Captain America's first cameo is technically an Iron Man. When, yep. you, when, the, when you first see a shield yeah um so this is like maybe the most fuck you i've ever felt towards one of like the movie critic people uh in general half the time they're wrong anyway but matt donnelly spoiled the eternals post credit scene 10 minutes after getting out of the premiere last night Ooh. uh spoiled i didn't see see it yeah i i haven't seen it either i just saw that it happened he spoiled who like some sort of something happening in the post-credit scene i didn't go any further than that i don't want to know who it is i don't want to know what it is fuck you to this guy just that that's all i just wanted to be able to say that i i was reading some of like the immediate reactions post not his but yeah. some of the like non-spoilery reviews post or reactions i guess you should say hearing good things about it i was getting excited yeah, for it. then i, I heard about this fucking asshole and then someone one of the guys i follow on twitter i forget the gentleman's name he uh made a great point about people and critics who get early access to the screening should sign ndas yeah you think they would you would think they would. And especially with how like tight-lipped Marvel is about some of this, I can see you going back and forth on this, Caleb. I, I mean, I don't know, because the reason for an early screener is, there's two reasons. One is to have reviews out before the movie comes out, uh, which is why when your movie is going to suck, the early screener is the night before the premiere. Um, mm-hmm. And also for Academy Awards. I think it's important to have the reviews up so I wouldn't necessarily want them to sign an NDA, right? Like I want, I it's important to have like the NDA. review. Yeah, that's I, I what I know. was thinking, a loose yeah. NDA. You could, definitely, sla- like, you could definitely slap an NDA on like post-credit scene stuff. Absolutely. Because it's technically like, not part uh, of the I, actual movie. Yeah. Like I was saying like loose NDA, I don't even know how this would look legally, but like have it so that if you get anything too in depth or something like that, then, then they the studio can come after you or something if yeah, it's I not mean, part of your official review don't talk about it it could also be a right. situation where it's like and this it, it's really not that big of a deal right because people don't do this like this is the first right. time anyone's anyone in the media has done this like the, yeah there's assholes that yeah. spoil it on fake twitter accounts on like with fake avatars on twitter but whatever like that's always going to exist because that's the internet for the most part like you go to your screening, you write your spoiler-free review, that comes out a week before the movie, you write your spoiler-filled review that comes out the night of the movie. Yeah. And you're right. This is not a normal problem. This yeah. doesn't happen a lot. Most people are pretty good about being respectful and professional about it. And, and, but now, here's, because- and here's what the response is. That guy's never going to another screener in his entire life. Oh, yeah. that, guy, that guy's career is over. Yeah. Basically. And it, it's like you said, this normally is not a problem, but now we have to have a discussion about it because yeah. this guy fucked it up. And yep. now, like, it's something where one dude is going to make it shittier for other people, I think. For everybody. Yeah. 
that's, that's I mean, that's all we really have on this guy. I don't even know. Like, here's the thing. I don't even know who this guy is. I don't know where he works. Yeah. Uh, I guess he works at Variety. That's what it is. Hmm. Bummer. But sucks for him. Basically, uh, if you're out there and you're wanting to avoid spoilers, but you still want to use social media, throw some muted words up on your Twitter. Uh, mute, mute the Eternals. Mute Matt Donnelly. Mute post-credit scene. I mean, at this point, that's kind of standard operating procedure for me anyway when a big movie's coming out. But still, uh, get in the practice of it because spoilers are a coming. I and seemingly some really pretty fast. good ones. Yeah. Also, slide just, really I'm, fast. Especially if you're on TikTok, man, you just get really good with that like quick slide. Yeah, slide you there. see one thing pop up and you're like, nope, get it yep. out of here. Uh, this isn't technically MCU, but it's close enough. Into the Spider-Verse sequel, potentially titled Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This is the sequel to Sony's uh, Into the Spider-Verse following Miles Morales. They animated the fantastic animated movie that should have won Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time since that movie came out. I was thinking about this the other day. We've been waiting for this sequel for what, like five well, years? Into the Spider-Verse was 2018, I thought. 18? Yeah. 17? Yeah. No, no, it was eight. I remember I was working in Arizona when I saw it in theaters. So I think it just graduated college and it comes out next year, I think, doesn't it? Or is it this year? Let me Google. I think it's gotta be next year. year. Yeah, it's 2022. So it'll be four. It'll be four years by the time this movie comes out. I was gonna say it's gotta be next year because I like looked at my docket for like upcoming movies and I don't recall another Spider-Man movie except for Spider-Man. The new one. Uh, speaking of upcoming movies, just to go on a little tangent, these next couple of weeks, like this month, oh, is this month so alone, good, it's packed. Like mm-hmm. it was, I had Halloween, I have Dune, I have the Eternals, No Time to Die, Dune, No Time uh, to Die. Wes Anderson's new movie comes out this month, or maybe I'm early. A Wes Anderson fan. Early still. next month. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally going to try and pull up the upcoming. It's a lot. The French Dispatch. Is yeah, you're about French Dispatch. I'm so fucking excited for that movie. Yeah, it. I literally love Wes made Anderson. Me... It literally made me go get the AMC like premium premium or whatever. Thing, yeah, where you can go to three movies like in a week. And I was that like, was yeah. my favorite thing. I used that. I had it all four years of Oregon State. Literally, I would just Tuesday one o'clock out of class, don't have anything to do. Fuck it, I'm gonna go see a movie, write a movie. Then, yeah. And not to mention, in like three weeks, we're gonna have Eternals. Yep. I mean, I mean, it makes sense, right? At this point, we're getting all of the movies that we're supposed to release over the past 18 months. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm like going to IMAX. If it's not an IMAX, I ain't gonna go see it. Um, all right, we'll go back to Marvel for just a second. Samuel Jackson confirms Secret Invasion is now streaming. Oh, uh, you mean d- what shooting? Uh, shoot. Yeah, that's what I meant. Now shooting. Just say now you streaming. Had, like I was like what. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, why are we talking right now? Why are we not watching? My bad. I'm yeah. bad with words today. Uh, Secret Invasion is now shooting. They have begun production. Thank God. It's been a lot. It, like, it's been a while since we got Nick Fury, really. Uh, what was the last I mean, thing I had Nick Fury? Besides it, what if? Besides, Spider-Man Far From Home? Spider-Man Far From Home, yeah. That's what, yeah was I think it? so. And that's when we saw that uh, maybe Nick Fury hasn't been Nick Fury for quite a while. Was he maybe, in WandaVision? Uh, maybe all the way back to Age of Ultron. No, he's not. Mm-mm. 
Now we get that other. We get the new director of Sword. Yep. Jerk. Yeah. And Jimmy Woo. I still want a Jimmy Woo X Files style Marvel movie, Marvel TV, Marvel TV show. Why not? Be a, it makes be amazing. Perfect. Him and the other girl. What's the other girl? That's like. Uh, uh, Kat Denning's character. Um, they're they're the, like the the the, the five, like you know Monica Scully Rambeau. and Mulder. Yeah. No, no. Monica Rambo. Uh, not Monica Rambo, but Kat Denning's character. Fuck, what was her name? Oh uh, my gosh, why I okay yeah I know what you're talking about from Thor. Yeah, him and him and her would just make the perfect like um, Scully and Mulder combination that I would love for like a, like a Marvel X Files like they're Darcy. looking into everything. Darcy, yeah. Nice. Darcy. Um, all right, let's hop into Star Wars. We got a little bit of Star Wars news. One kind of big piece. Actually, two kind of big pieces of news. First up, uh, Mando Season 3, now filming. So excited. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Fen Rao's it's back. All it's all Fen coming. Because right. Dis- Disney does do this, like, uh, this back and forth, right? You get like six months of Marvel, and then you get like six months of Star Wars. Star and Wars, of, yeah. Marvel, yeah. Except we're we're gonna go to we're entering what? Are we entering a dry spell of Star Wars, or no? We get Book of Boba Fett here in a little bit. Yeah, we get. We're entering. We're coming from a Marvel run into a Star Wars run. When's the start, first Star Wars? Book Drop. of Boba Fett in December, Mando in February. Let's just look at it. You hear me furiously typing. Yeah, we have Hawkeye still in December, too. Yeah, we have Hawkeye in December. I feel like the the crossover is going to happen more and more now. Like, we're not going to get the full six months of Marvel, six months of Star Wars treatment. Um, But we've got... Disney just raking in money at this point with that. We also had Bad Batch come out during, like, the Marvel run. So it's basically the same now, but I still like like thinking of it. Technically, it's kind of at the tail end of that Marvel run, I thought. We're coming no, to an the, end, I think. Yeah, the Mar- this Marvel run of like WandaVision into uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier into Loki into, into the what Eternals if. into what sorry into what if into the Eternals into yeah. Spider Man into Hawkeye right I didn't miss anything yes so we've got uh, the up next upcoming show this is not in order. So we got Book of Boba Fett in December. We've got Mando this season December. three. Yes. We've got Mando season three in March. We've got Andor in early 2022 is what it says. And we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi in 2022. So there's so end of March or the end of Mando season three is going to basically be the end of the Star Wars six month run. I mean, not really, because we're going in straight into Andor. I mean, if it's it, March, oh, then we're heading was- into the Andor show. Oh, it is 22. Okay, yeah, that's right. I thought you said the next year after 22. Oh, no, no, no. Next year after that, uh, in December of 23, we get Rogue Squadron. Uh, somewhere in there, we're going to get the Ahsoka show and the Rangers of the New Republic show. Uh, and Acolyte is, like, further out. Mando Season 3 has got to be, like, the stepping stone for the Ahsoka show, then. I would think so, right? Yeah, it's. I think it's the only way the storyline makes sense. Maybe. That or we just don't see Ahsoka. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like it's could. maybe it's happening concurrently. We'll see. I, we'll I'm see. kind of in the mindset of we may see like a little allusion to it, or like maybe a send off with 
a brief Ahsoka appearance in Mando season three, but I think for the most part, it's going to be two shows happening concurrently. Well, we also, we kind of already got like the introduction to it. Like she's looking for Thrawn now. We know that we found Thrawn's uh, assassin droids in Mando season two. We know where she's going. She's going to find Thrawn. She's going to bring our boy Ezra back. She's going to get Sabine on the way. I hope we get, if we get the epilogue from Rebels, in live action like all i want is a shot for shot remake of the epilogue of rebels in live action of ahsoka showing up on uh on lothal picking up sabine and going to find ezra and thrawn yeah that would be she shows up with the hood on yep with the hood on giant staff which we we don't know where she got ah it'd be so good it would be so good with a tease that would be uh Kenji Kamiya, the director of the Ninth Jedi episode from Star Wars Visions, ha- says he has the entire story for the Ninth Jedi mapped out and, quote, would love the chance to make a full-length feature out of this. I would love, like, I guess, like, just a complete anime section of Star Wars yeah. that just goes off. I agree. Like, there's a I mean, Studio Ghibli like... section in HBO Max, and then there's going to be, like, at Disney, it's going to be, like, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, then also we got a um, confirmation from him as well that this ninth Jedi episode occurs after the rise of Skywalker. Well, no, we know that. That was my reply in Twitter. Like saying that the ninth Jedi happens after the rise of Skywalker is like saying that the year 2021 happens after the death of Jesus Christ. We know that it's like a thousand years after the fall of the empire. Oh. They said it in the show. Hmm. It was the weird. It was the weirdest part of that tweet to me. It's like, yeah, they they said it was like a thousand years later. We know that. I completely yeah. blanked on that. Yeah, they're like, it, this is after. Like, people would be like, twenty twenty two is after the dinosaurs existed. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what? Like, what? you didn't have to explain that to me. I could have got that one, but all right. Uh, I either way, I'm so. I I hope they take that like time period, even if they don't make it canon, which I think they could. I think they could make it canon. Uh, just because like you lose the art, you lose the art of making lightsabers. You lose the Jedi. They go away after this empire run. Take us away from the empire. Take us away from the first order. Take us away oh, from yeah. the Skywalkers. Give us something new. Give me new content. Yeah. Um, last bit of Star Wars news. Disney is teasing a video game announcement for December with Star Wars. The only two I can think of it being is Fallen Order 2 or this untitled open world Star Wars Ubisoft game. They already teased yeah, KOTOR Remake. Those are the only two I could think of. Obviously, it could be something entirely new that we don't know about, which oh. for, also would be sick. But I, I hope it's Fallen Order 2. Like, I need some more Cal Kestis in my life. I'm actually of the opposite mindset. I hope it's that open world Star Wars game. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not. Just, I'm definitely not going to be upset with an open world Star Wars game. When can we play Star Wars while recording this? Like, when can yeah. we do that? When can True. we just all hop on and we're like, we're like, we're not recording this week. We're all getting online to play. One of us is a bounty hunter. One of us is a Jedi. One of us is a whatever, and we'll just see where we go from there. We just stream it. Yeah, yeah. We start, yeah this when our, that's when our Twitch career starts. Yep. Uh, last bit of news for this week, and then we're gonna hop into an uh, No Time to Die review. EA loses the rights to its second 
massive franchise this year uh fifa is taking the rights to the name fifa back ea will no longer be allowed to make soccer games under the banner of fifa after losing uh the exclusivity on star wars earlier this year that's that's a big one-two punch you don't think sports i don't think it's gonna yeah (laughs) they're also getting college football back so like EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in the game it's, still. It's I. That's I think the FIFA one's going to be a tougher pill to swallow because that's going to hurt. Is, it, that that is it. Soccer is international. FIFA is an international multi-billion game they had right there, and it's gone. I mean, yeah, sure, you're getting college football back, but that's pretty exclusive to America. Very domestic. <laughs> Very yeah. much the USA. And it's not like they're losing Star Wars in general, right? Like they're still making Fallen Order two. Respawn's still making Fallen Order two they're still going to get star Wars games. Like they're going to make a battlefront three, uh, but they don't have the exclusivity on it anymore. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, they'll probably still, keep, they'll they probably went still to, create. they went three for four on star Wars games. I'm not going to throw EA under the bus on star Wars. The original battlefront bad, real bad. The original, the second original battlefront real bad. Battlefront two was good. It, now it took a while for Battlefront two. Yeah, to it get took good. a while to get good. It did it not come out It took, a, upon it took a while for the multiplayer to get good. The campaign was good from the start. That campaign's that's awesome. Fair. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. But um, it did, that that multiplayer setup, oof, that was bad. not. It was definitely it was definitely an anchor of the four hundred. It was not the start a quick starter. Yeah. I'm also still pissed that it's four years later and they promised us uh, galactic supremacy and we never got it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Fallen Order is fantastic, and Star Wars Squadrons is really good. Like, EA, EA's made some good Star Wars games. Yeah. Still waiting on that open world game, bro. I think I'm, I think there's a lot of us that just want that. Uh, Star Wars is good, but its graphics are very low. Well, it is going to be a full remake. I was Yay. just, I was, you beat me to it by two full, seconds. Full remake of KOTOR. We're going to get a 2020, I don't know, three maybe version of KOTOR graphics excited uh all right let's talk about no time to die spoiler free at first just like all of our reviews we're going to give you a little bit of a score how many question marks we're giving it we're going out of five or ten question marks i think we do five right five is that right it depends it depends on what we're doing because when we do tv shows we do ten let's do ten that's like a weekly thing though ten makes more sense yeah yeah all right out of ten question marks no time to die the newest James Bond movie, the last of the Daniel Craig era. I have two ratings on it, and I think that it's just gonna be funny how why I have two ratings. Okay, do you want to start? Yeah, yeah, run it out. It's like first zero four is my first rating, and my and then my actual rating of it is like a seven. So like I'll give you the, those are my two. Here's why I got the four. I didn't watch Spectre, so no fucking idea what's going on the entire movie. <laughs> So it's a four because I have no clue who these characters are, and I'm just oh so lost in the entire time. I'm just like, what? Who is this person? Why does she matter? What is yeah. that guy? Who are these people? And like, I was so lost. And then seven, once I figured that out, I was like, oh, they're all from Spectre. I should have oh. watched Spectre before. I, I must have missed one. I didn't know how I missed the Bond movie, but I missed one. I mean, it's 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 hard to hit all the Bond movies. <laughs> It's fair that you missed one. They've had he's been. When did he become a Bond? When did Casino Royale come out? Like 2008? Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah, somewhere around there. 
he's been, he's been Bond up. for over a decade. Yeah, he's been producing. That's almost like what? Two, that's thirteen years. He's been producing a Bond movie every what? Two to three years. Two to three years. He pumped out yeah. five, or did he have six? Five. Usually he had there's five. There's only four. There's usually only four Bond movies, so he made a fifth one, and that was the unheard of thing too. Because you have Casino Royale, Skyfall, Spectre, No Time to Die, and there's one more in there. Oh, um, sorry. Which ones do you say? I was Casino Royale, Skyfall, Spectre, No Time to Die, No Time to Die, Quantum, so- Quantum Solace, Quantum yep. Solace, yeah, the Quantum first Solace, one right. or second one after Casino Royale, second, yeah, Casino Royale's first, Quantum Solace, yep, Skyfall, Spectre, there we go, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Ross, you want to go next? Sorry, I blanked yeah, sure. there. I think for me, this is probably gonna be like a seven point four. I think the, ironically, if any of us give it below seven, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. I for me, like as I sit here and kind of look at the whole Daniel Craig era of Bond movies, this one it falls below Casino Royale and Skyfall, but it's above Spectre and Quantum of Solace. So this it how what's the right way to say this? It's a good entertaining movie. If you like James Bond, you're gonna love it. It gives us conclusion, closure. Um I mean, and it closes the book on one on probably the greatest James Bond. It connects super well too. Yeah, yes. like if you if you've actually seen all the movies, um, super great. Pays off a lot there. Yep. Yeah, that's I. I'm gonna give it higher. I'm gonna go like a seven. I'm not gonna give it the eight tag, but I'm gonna give it like a seven point nine. It's right okay. below there for me. I think it's I think it's better than all of them except for Skyfall. Better than all of the Craig movies except for Skyfall. Royale. You like it more than Casino Royale? Yeah. Casino Royale is like my number one. Dude, that was so good. I, like, I, what I, a blast. I agree. Casino Royale is a great movie. I, I don't know. This one just ties a bow so well. It's, I love Casino Royale. I need to rewatch Skyfall, but I think those two are pro- still firmly ahead of. I Yeah, Casino. I haven't watched Casino Royale in a while, to be fair. But Skyfall is, like, incredible. Skyfall's yes. very, very good. Casino Royale, also very, very good. I think this movie, very, very good. Uh, Skyfall yeah. has a doubt. That's true. <laughs> and as we'll talk about in a little bit, No Time to Die has Anna de Armas. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get into some spoilers here. Uh, it's hard to talk about this movie because some of the best stuff it does so well is tie up storylines without doing spoilers. So... If you don't want to be spoiled for James Bond, No Time to Die, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you here same time, same place next week. Spoiler for, are we good to do the yeah, spoiler right, thing? Spoiler time. All right, so they killed Bond. Whatever. What the hell? 12 minutes of Ana de Armas, and that's all they're going to give us? I know! With how much she was in the... Mar- okay, so what happened was they filmed this movie in, what, 2018? 2019? Something, Something like, like that. that. One of those they filmed it pre-Knives Out. And then Anna de Armas became like a megastar. Megastar. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait, we have to put her in all, like, all of the marketing. She's in this movie new, for 12 um, minutes. Had the new Blade Runner come out by that point? Yes. yes. Uh, no. No, no, no. No, Blade Runner. I'm looking this up. Okay, that came out in 2017. So, yes, it yeah, had just yeah. come out. Blade Runner had come out. She was okay. in War Dogs. Blade Runner, those were like two big movies where you knew she was good. Obviously, mm-hmm. Knives Out takes that. To another step, but another still. step where she's like the leading lady in it. Uh, yeah, 
but man, they made us think that she was gonna be in every second of you this thought, movie. Yeah, you thought she was like the like the quote unquote typical Bond girl that he's like with the entire time. So that's why I was like thrown off when I saw the blonde girl, and I was like, "Who's this girl? Where's Anna? Where's the Armis? Where's where's the love of my life that I've waited weeks to see?" Uh, I will say I don't want to say it was spoiled for me, but I was given a heads up ahead of time from my kind of like one of the like how we had the press releases for eternals recently someone tweeted something like anna de armas isn't in it as much as you think yeah i, don't, I mean i don't know if i was better to know. define that as full-on spoilery probably um, not not plot related but i think like it sets your expectations a lot more i think it corrects your expectations of what uh, we thought we were gonna get versus what yes. we actually got which yeah the time that she's in it it's fantastic amazing and I'm not saying that because she's she the is, hottest person to watch the like, face of the she's earth. Like the, uh, she looks like the hottest person alive. But he's it's super actually funny the entire she's time. She's hilarious yes. the entire time. Hilarious. She comes in, she's like, I, I trained for three weeks. Five no. minutes later, she's murking people. And yeah. then literally Bond was like, you said three weeks? Three weeks? She's like, yeah. And she just like takes a shot because she's like yeah. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like laughing. Right like, when they get in, he's like, oh, let's get drinks. They get, you know. Vodka martini, shake and mustard. Anyway, uh, she, she just murders a vodka martini right in front of him. Wipes her mouth. All right, you ready to go? Yeah. And I think it was. It wasn't that she'd been trained for three weeks. She's three weeks out of training. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I love it because everything about that scene with Ana de Armas was everything classical Bond. Like bad guy sets him up, but then like it turn it goes in espionage dress up suit and tie with the beautiful girl and then turns into a big shootout and then you're taking the bad guy and the bio weapon away and like mid fight they're going and making martinis and slamming shots middle of the gunfight middle was, of the gunfight it's full on like great bond action it yeah. really was one of the better scenes of the whole movie <laughs> and then they're like oh bond's like ah get a car and then she's like ah i'm going to crash this car into all of this stuff and get the bad guy instead and then the best part, yeah. they're still running away. And she goes, here's where we part ways. Yep. You were fantastic to work with. You as well. Come back you again. You as well. Come back again. Gone. Leaves. Never in the yeah. movie again. Uh, and I mean, I, I mentioned it to Caleb. Like, one oh, more and, bit. And she gives him the cigar for Felix. Yes. And then not to drool over Ana de Armas all podcast, but talking about Caleb, she looks like a different species than she's us. A, she's a different species than us. 100%. A different, significantly better species. Yes. It's unbelievable. All right, we but, should actually talk about Bond movies. I want to talk about Felix. I want to talk about Felix. I was so sad when Felix died. Yeah, I you know. mean Watu? Yeah. <laughs> Watu the Watcher? Second I heard his voice, I was like, I just couldn't like get it out of my head anymore. <laughs> like the Watcher's voice is, is like <laughs> James Bond <laughs> James Bond's in the MCU, obviously. The, watch, the Watcher's I mean, just hanging out. Wars. True. Do you just do you just eat popcorn while watching our lives and it's just like, oh, oh, that's what I did. No, I agree with you, Caleb. And Felix, it's one of those things where I Felix is one of the few characters we've gotten every single Bond movie, every yeah. Daniel Craig Bond movie, and so it's kind of like, like our, Q. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. similar with Q. Exactly. I would have like been. Have I would have been a wreck if Q died. I would have been oh, a mess gosh. in the theater. Which also, yeah. Q is an excellent part of this movie. Yeah. Ben, ben, ben Wishaw plays that character so well. I yeah, absolutely he's, agree. He's a good, nerdy guy in the chair. He's like, yeah, that, 
there's that scene where he's supposed to be having a date and he's like guys please get out of my house like i have a date please let me leave he will be here in 20 minutes he will be here in 20 minutes and then they're like bond uh, and the other i forget that i forget the lady's name uh miss money penny naomi harris yeah uh well sorry what was her real name uh naomi harris is the actress's name yes i also i am a big fan name naomi harris um her, those two characters go take the wine you saved for the day and they start chugging the wine <laughs> yeah. while they're forcing him to go and work. Is this Inspector or is this, which one is this in? No, this was in this movie. No, that was oh, this yeah. movie where they go and take the. Fuck, what is I it, went the to the bathroom drive? one time. Was that this movie? Uh, I had to go to the bathroom twice during this movie. Yeah, me too. It's long as shit. It's, it's almost a three hour, hour movie. And two hour and 45 minute minutes. Movie. The best I didn't part was that. it at so, home. I put like myself at like front row and then people ended up buying seats out towards the edge. And like, I had to pass by them. They fucking hated me. Front I'm row sorry. Guy? Sorry. What? You're a front row You're guy. Front row guy? Me and Alex stopped in our tracks when you said that. I am. A what front the row fuck's guy. wrong with your neck? Back row all the way no, against the back wall. I'm not wall. saying the very, middle, very front. I'm saying like key. the bar. No. So it's like no. middle of the theater. Technically <clears throat> middle. Oh, okay. I'm a back. I'm a back row middle guy. No, I'm not talking middle. nosebleeds. I'm talking like the middle. Like you have the bar. That's not nosebleeds. That's like neck crank. That's that's neck neck breaking. Neck crank. Yeah. I've gone to one movie like that, and I will never do it again. I, that was I went back, to this one back in like middle school. We used to run straight to the front row because nobody else was anywhere near us, and we would just. You thought it was a front. good seat. We thought it was the good and seat. Then if, but you're sitting there, dude. What? What was it? I think it was solo. Me and my buddy like bought like tickets super late to it. Got it. And we were like front row, furthest to the right. Ugh. The second that crawl came out, you just see us. We're also in like one of those theaters that has the, the recline too. So that helps. It's better. It's, yeah, yeah. It's still just us, our necks just going left, right, left, right, left, yeah. right. And we looked at the guys to the other, like to the left of us. And they're like, they're like, I'll tell you what happens on this side. And you tell me what happens on that side. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, because we're, and this was a close ass theater too. I was like maybe five feet from the screen. Like it was a small theater, a small little um, organ theater. But yeah, so I go and get those middle seats, and I actually, I a couple people bought tickets after me and put them to the far right side. So I had to walk by like two groups of people, and they all fucking hated me. Like I'm sorry, I have to piss twice during a three hour movie. <laughs> Excuse me for having a functioning bladder. Like, God bless you, like, for not getting up once during that whole movie. Sorry, I, like, drink liquids like a normal human. No, no. You, drink, you drink liquids like somebody that wants to stay hydrated. That's the one thing I found out is when I've ever had a movie, is, like, people drink to, like, stay hydrated. There's people like Ross and I who probably drink to stay hydrated, so we're drinking, like, waters. And I see people with giant slushies. And I'm like, and they don't need to go to the bathroom. Their body's not processing that. It's processing the sugar. <laughs> Uh, one yeah. more shout out before we get into like the meat of this movie. Billy Magnuson played uh, Logan Ash, the like CIA guy turned bad so well. Oh, yeah. That and was such how, like, a good he... heel turn. I agree. And it was kind of funny the whole time that like they set him up as this Bond mega fan. Like, yeah, he was like a yeah. super fan. Even when he turns on him, he's still like, God, I fucking love. I'm I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, it was, he played that very well. I agree. Um, I'm going to take this in the direction of the villain. Now I texted you guys about this. I actually was disappointed with how they did Rami Malek's character because he seemed like a genuinely very interesting character. And Rami Malek was so compelling every time he was on screen. We just 
didn't know anything about the guy. Yeah, we know his family died. We don't know like any context behind it. Or do we know Ma- we go the, the only thing we know is that Madeline's dad killed him. That's it. And we go to the island and everyone like bows to him. Like we don't know how he built up this island. We don't know how he recruited these people. Why why they revere him like a god? Like why he's so interested in bioweapons? Like we why don't his fa- know- why his face is all fucked up. Exactly. We don't know anything about his character. And it's not Rami Malek's fault. He steps in, plays the character awesomely. He is like, it's I'm on I was on my seat's edge every time he was on screen. I imagine and- with a movie this long there's got to be like a three and a half hour director's cut where we get all of that and it was like cutting room floor do we save do we save the daniel craig bond getting to know his daughter stuff or do we save the rami malek character stuff and they just made the decision to go rami malek he doesn't even get to know his daughter through the rest sorry that actually not spoiler he doesn't get to know that his daughter the rest of the movie so that's yeah i know but no development would be better and the, the character development could be better, but I get why they did it. This was Daniel Craig's swan song. And yeah. so they chose to invest more time with Daniel Craig, his Bond's relationships with all the characters and whatnot. So I get why they made the decision. I think that's my biggest gripe about the movie. And then because it doesn't flesh out the villain, we get rushed through this final third act, which has great action, but we still aren't entirely sure like, what the backstory is about and so we're just going to some random ass island and so we get, i think we get this like thing at the end where there's these three unidentified ships showing up and then they just don't come into play yeah we never hear about the ships again and we hear like one time about how it's a japanese and russia um disputed island and then all of a sudden like americans Bro. are getting involved we don't know like the why any fallout, of these give a shit the fallout for like a british like ship to just shoot on like a Jap- japanese russian dispute oh my god like <laughs> yeah. as, so- as someone that's in the military that would be like a huge deal it's a huge deal if you if your missiles locked onto somebody it was probably a that huge happened, deal. it was probably a huge deal that they were there not a, yeah. not only that they fired, that they were there. They were there, yeah. Um, in well, in disputed waters, it's one of those weird things where it's like you do it to dispute them. It's kind of funny. Like you just go across there. It's like going across somebody's. It's like going across somebody that calls something that's not their yard their yard. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna go across it because it's not your yard. Sure. So, so yeah, but yeah, it was. I was like thinking about that. I think me and my, all of my navy buddies were all just like sitting there, just like that's a huge deal. Like, if you just fired upon that, like, that's a majorly big deal. Right. But, um, yeah. I think if they put more time developing Rami Malek's character, I think this movie easily jumps into, like, one of the, one of the high-tier Bond movies, at least yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I, I really do appreciate, like... I do appreciate... I, 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 I want to see the, like, director's cut of this badly. Like, this is a movie, along with, like, Blade Runner, that deserves, like, a three-and-a-half-hour director's cut, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, not, like, Justice League. Let's just put it out there. That didn't need a director's cut. It was bad four hours long, just like it was bad two hours long. Um, but I do appreciate why they went... Why they cut that stuff instead of, like, the like rounding out bond's relationship with felix rounding out bond's relationship with money penny rounding out bond's relationship with q like and obviously with madeline and his daughter um yeah but that that was also a relationship i really liked getting to see especially like 
the confrontation they had about a lot of like literally Bond's death falls on M. Yeah. And also that scene in M, that first scene in M's office is uh, did this desk get bigger or did you get smaller? And then as he's leaving, he's like, <laughs> the definitely the same desk. <laughs> <laughs> um, going on one more thing, just touch. I do want to flesh out some of the more relationships in the movie. One more bit on Rami Malek's thing. Keep, keep the shit in. We showed an Avengers Endgame. We'll sit through a three-hour movie, and for a movie like Daniel Craig's Final Bond, I would be I would be okay with a three-hour movie. Oh, easily. We're gonna get it right. Like we're gonna get. It's gonna be on HBO Max in six months. The director's cut. Like, yeah, hopefully. But I, I definitely agree with Ross. Like when you're doing like a, a you know an end, you're yeah. killing Bond. You're, it's like it's the end of a Daniel Craig era. This is like a decade worth of information. At that point, it's probably it, at that point it's probably money, right? Like they're trying. This is their big hitter, right? Like they've there's a reason this movie didn't come out during the pandemic on streaming. Yeah. Like they had to make their money back on this. Well, I think yeah, like within, and people like let's be honest, people are already struggling to go to the theaters right now. I don't know about you guys, but like my theater was Bro, pretty much empty. What are you talking about? Florida does yeah, not care. Isn't. Packed. but granted i went like a friday midday and 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 bro florida feels interesting mm-hmm. uh well yeah but that's also florida that's also mm-hmm. florida. Uh, but i don't want what you mentioned with a bond franchise you almost want to think it's a blank check you want to that's you not the real that's to. not the reality this, this movie cost entire bond movie let's see uh no time to die cost Let's see how much this movie costs to make. Oh, 250 mil to make 150 million marketing. Like, yeah, I was gonna they say, had this, to make their money back. Yeah, this, this has got to be expensive because you look at all the props, the destinations. First of yeah. all, his car alone, like that car itself oh, is a lot of money. Yeah. And they're going to blow I, it up too. And they're going to blow up funny, quite a few of them. Uh, that was also really great. The car, like the retro Aston Martin yeah. that we done the first. I, I remember one of my most audible reactions, which also, first of all, the sound design of this movie was I was excellent. I was about to talk about that. The, um, the huge shot. Oh, sorry, you go. I was just gonna wrap it up. Like one of my most audible reactions outside of laughs at the jokes here there was when they're driving the car and Bond has to make the decision and just starts scraping the old Bond car. I'm like, oh I know, no, I know. Um a huge shout out to Billie Eilish. That was, yeah. and uh, whoever animated that, the intro sequence there, I think that was the best intro sequence and Bond song of any of the Daniel Craig Bonds. That was fucking Whoa. awesome. Whoa. It's funny enough, how I mentioned I had to take a piss twice during that movie. That was one of the times that I chose oh, to go. Well, that's tough. It was, here's the thing. I chose during that because I know it's just going to be a song and a bunch of yeah. animations. And I chose to, pick it then as opposed to missing exposition and story entirely fair and definitely the right decision good call call. you could rewatch that easily you could probably go on youtube and watch it right now it's incredible Mm. especially in the theater where you have like the surround sound you have like the walls thundering with Billie eilish oh it was good still think skyfall skyfalls is fantastic won't disagree there it's toss up it's toss up 1a 1b for me uh, yeah. Skyfall is one like I still will like get in my head randomly from time to time. Um, but no, song. going on this actual like sound effects of this movie, like from things like the gunfire to like 
I even noticed at the end of the movie, like the little things of like setting drinks on a coaster, uh, like the, yeah, that last even, like, scene. The car chases. The sound design was like one of the better of any movie I recall in recent history. It was fantastic. Yeah, agreed. Sound design in this movie was fantastic. I honestly would be surprised if they didn't win an Oscar for best sound design or best original score. I yeah. would agree. All right. Oh, we haven't talked about the death yet. Oh my Uh, gosh. (laughs) What's funny? We go in, we give our spoiler review, and literally, so like, all right, spoiler time. We ready, boys? And first thing out of Alex's mouth. And so they kill off Bond. Like, if anyone was just a little bit late turning off our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I would shoot for it, man. Because, like, but like, first of all, that's like the huge deal. You killing off Bond is like, that's never been done in any of all the other Bond movies. Bond always lives, he always makes it out some way, shape, or another. But he's kind of given this like catch twenty two. It's like either I die here, great, not great. I die here. That's all that happens. Or I can continue on living in existence of hell, where I cannot see the woman I love and the child I wish to meet. Yeah, I like wish to raise. So it's like he grabs the uh, bunny. He has the bunny with him too when he dies. Ah, uh, it was heavy, man. That really was. And then the she has your eyes. I know. I know. No, Alex, right. This was such a monumental thing. They've never killed off Bond before. Yeah. And how I said it provides closure. Well, Alex never killed him and we made saw him back. Sure. Yeah. And like, I'm sitting here because I'm remembering like all the shit that's happened in Bond movies before. I'm wondering, like, all right, what's the catch 22? Like, when is he going to, how's he going to get out of this? Like, it's Bond. He's going to figure something out. He'll get off the island. He'll find a way to cure himself. Like, well, how's he going to do this? And you're right. And he almost Taylor, does. You, you see it happening. Like, he sees his way out. He opens the blast he doors. not to. He and still then, had time. He had all the time in the world to, like, go get off that island. And, and, but Taylor makes the great point. It's like either he dies or he spends the rest of his life living in a personal hell. Where he's Wait, just I said that. Yeah, Alec made that point. Oh, my bad. Sorry, Alec. What the he hell? <laughs> my bad, man. I, I had a 50-50 shot. Um, but it's you're true. right. Wait, no, you... <laughs> You hit the nail on the head about that. And like he chose like living in that kind of blissfulness or ending in that dying in that blissfulness. I just take it, taking you out of your misery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like what, what's the world to live if he, cause first of all, he's retired. I ain't a whole lot doing not a whole lot. This guy's got on the agenda anymore. So it's just kind of just one of those things where it's just like your existence is those two. That's your life now. Yeah. And for him to like, I cannot see them. Where's my, you find, where's my, where's your motive and what's your point? Finally gets past all of his stuff. You forget, like he, he realizes he was in the wrong, like he's ready to move on with his life and trust oh, somebody. The, finally, the twist there where she like did not like double cross him. And yeah. it was just yeah. like, just something that happened. And he's like, yep. That it was Blofeld all along. Hmm. It was Blofeld all along. Anyway. Um, I, you know, part of me is kind of like wondering, like, Grant's team. I'm running on, like, this hypothesis, like, not conspiracy theories, but, like, different alternative, not realities, even, like, just wondering different outcomes, essentially. Of, like, well, maybe say he makes it off. Like, who knows? Spend the next 10 years trying to find some way to reverse the Heracles or something. Or part sure. of me wonders, like, if – but then they would put have to – would, I guess it would leave they it would leave so much room for interpretation about yeah. if they figure it off. Like here, we know like it's closure, complete, utter closure. 
for Bond? Uh, we've yeah. been talking for the past like year about who the next Bond should be. Mm. A lot of names thrown out. Probably fine with any of them. Nobody like it hasn't really been brought up that Lashana Lynch could do it. Who plays Nomi in this? Who takes over the man? Literally takes over the mantle of 007 in this movie. She's literally 007. Yes. She gives it back to him for the final mission. Then he dies. So therefore, she's 007 again. I'm perfectly okay with her being the new 007. She was awesome in this. No, I agree. She was. She played her role so fantastically. Like you hated her at first, then all of a sudden, like oh, okay, she's cool now. And they set it up well. I we know how producers and studios will work. We yeah. know they'll want to recast. They're it. they're getting like, a big name. We, yeah, like. I, I'm with you. Like I'm okay with it. Although I will say Daniel Craig had a great <clears throat> quote or whatever that, you know, crazy ass white people took out of context about like casting a woman for double seven. And he had a great point where it's like, there can be bigger and better roles created in the bond universe than just double seven for a woman. True. Also true. And of course, some people, some people took in ran with it, like bond doesn't want a woman as, yeah. Uh, he doesn't Daniel want like Craig someone just like, he just doesn't want someone to take on the name of just James Bond and like we're just gonna create a female version of that. Yeah. It's like versus that, that, where it's that, like exactly. what they do with like her, she's like she's just another 007 agent. She's just taking over the 007 moniker. Yeah. Which is kind of what they would do technically if Bond died. Oh, like, definitely. Like it's yeah. kind of like the it's the mantle of the Black Panther. It just gets passed down. Like it's not T'Challa's like end all be all. It's like, no, the thing gets passed down. Mm-hmm. Same thing with all my power. But, if those but I agree, I like Hero Academia. I like I, I like Craig's point about how, like, in this universe, Nomi will be the next double seven, but like, how you can build a bigger and better role. Yeah, technically, in the Bond she technically it is already the double seven. Yeah. yeah, she's actually the one yeah, that's she, on the payroll. Bond is on in retirement. And he just comes yeah. back to his old work to do shit. That was a yeah. great scene, by the way, where uh, M goes, "Where's 007? And you don't really realize that he's not talking about James Bond, and it just hard cuts to James Bond on a boat, just like bringing in his fish from the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then when James Bond actually gets back to the office to see yeah. M, yeah. Everybody's like, and they're walking around, and they're walking around. They're like, "Oh, double o- Oh, seven. Uh, Hi, and James, Mr. Bond, Commander. Nobody knows how to address either of them. Retired? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, Last thoughts here? Good. Fitting end. Fitting end. Yeah, I agree. Uh, All right. This has been Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we will continue to provide – uh, you can follow the show on social at who asked you. That's the letter U pod. Uh, Ross is at R Parker two Oh nine. Alec is at Alec M underscore one. I'm at Lasha Peck. Same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everybody. Later days.